For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Oh, yeah! Everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. And great as always to have you guys with us tonight. Uh, this, tonight's a very special night. Tonight is the Macho Man Randy Savage Night. That's right. Just tonight's dedicated to the career, the legendary 
Macho Man Randy Savage. So any of you guys got some great Macho Man stories and memories like to share with us, call any time to tonight's live WCW Retro podcast here on VOCNation.com at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Yes, WCW Retro, this is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. Never know who's going to call in, tap the fun. It's the wild, wild west of podcasts, <laughs> no doubt. And uh, just a reminder before I get started, enjoy all the great podcasts and programming right here on VOCNation.com. Uh, we have In the Room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, every Wednesday night, Wrestling with History with uh, Bruce Wart, Ken Resnick, and Bill Apter. Uh, also, we have, of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Briscoe and Big Ace, Wrestling with Problems, uh, Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. Plus, all the great podcasts we got here on VOCNation.com. Just go to VOCNation.com for the times and scheduled of your favorite VOC Nation podcast and programming. And support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Buy your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including WCW Retro t-shirts on sale, as well as shirts of yours truly, Papa Stro, the four faces of Stro. So uh, come support us at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. Much appreciated. If you'd like to make a donation to yours truly, Papa Stro, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc., and thank you for those who have already donated. Much appreciated. But if you'd like to donate yours truly, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me, MSMary, ease and eat, slash papastro. All together, it's paypal.me slash papastro. And thank you in advance for your support. Uh, on my social media, uh, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Merchandise website, thestro.com slash merchandise. Buy your favorite Papa Stro merch today. Uh, Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Twitter at Sign the Stro. Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. YouTube.com slash Stro Maestro. Also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And for bookings, I'm accepting bookings for all kinds of stuff these days. Oh, my gosh. Wrestling, casting for television, films, commercials, endorsements. Comic-Cons, conventions, seminars, speaking engagements, reader interviews, charities, etc. I do a lot. <laughs> and then some. Uh, email me, strofoya at yahoo.com. That's S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And let's talk business. And if you'd like to be a special guest on the upcoming episode of WCW Retro, hit me up, wcwretro at yahoo.com. Let's get you the exposure right here on WCW Retro. And a shout-out to Lost in the Funhouse podcast with Greg, o, Greg Bow, Blondie, and Antler Hill on YouTube. Just go to Lost in the Funhouse in, in the search for YouTube to find their podcast. Um, also, uh, shout-outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment and mastersofringentertainment.com. Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com, all together, no space. Uh, also, a uh, shout-out to Innovative Hybrid Wrestling at the Maritimes area in Canada. Find out what they've been up to at facebook.com slash IHWWrestling. Uh, the current film I'm working on that's going to be out, uh, they're projecting it for the Halloween, will be The Devil's Daughter. It's a Harlequin origin story, which I'll be starring as Dr. Arkham. 
in an upcoming film. And for more updates on that film, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Real Devil's Daughter. Also, we'll be on set later on this year for the fourth season of the Dust series, which I currently star as the Chief. And uh, to view all three seasons thus far of the Dust series, go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash D-U-S-K series. And uh, also have a horror movie coming out uh, later on this year called Stench of Iniquity, which I'll be starring as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. And for more updates on that film, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stench of Iniquity. And with that, we will take our first commercial break. And when we come back, we'll be talking Randy Savage here tonight. Macho man. Oh, yeah. Getting excited, man. Can't wait to talk about my former brother, Macho man, Randy Savage. That's one of you guys, man. Really excited. Uh, a lot of history is yours truly, Macho man, by the way. Uh, matter of fact, a uh, bit of trivia for you. It was... Uh, it was because of the Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, and uh, Eric Bischoff that I uh, actually signed full-time with WCW. Up to that point, I was doing nightly, and uh, through their help, uh, I, I got in full swing with WCW. So, uh, yeah, Macho Man has uh, really meant a lot to me over the years. <laughs> Evidently, it meant a lot to him. Uh, even before we met, uh, he was a fan of my uh, granduncle, the, the late Gordon George, for, for a long time, and... Uh, uh, we we met through a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jerry Jarrett, uh, the father of uh, Jeff Jarrett, who I, I wrestled, who I wrestled with uh, with Jarrett in Lawless Promotion USWA years ago. So it, it really is a small world indeed. And uh, but I can't wait to talk about Macho Man with you guys tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. And leading the commercial with some, shall we say? Oh man. Let's let's uh goodness gracious, all these themes here. Uh Ricky Ricky's Dragon Steamboat theme. And uh we'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. Stick with us. <laughs> Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? 
General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could find? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Diller, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get, get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Tonight is Macho Man Randy Savage Night. Uh, can't wait to talk about the Macho Man with you guys here tonight. Uh, a lot of great memories to share with you all. And I'm sure you guys have uh, some great memories to share with us as well. So uh, call in any time through tonight's live podcast, 914-338-1885. So let's uh, get to uh, the caller, shall we? Uh, first off, let's see. I think uh, Steve. Fresh Steve. Oh, he's back. Uh, Steve, how you doing, my friend? Welcome back. How you doing? Hello.
All right, welcome back, WCW Retro. Uh, uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, tonight's Macho Man Randy Savage night. Uh, looking forward to uh, discussing Macho Man with you guys tonight. Call anytime to tonight's live podcast, uh, 914-338-1885. And uh, let's talk Macho Man. Let's first off, let's bring in our first caller here. Professor Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Hear me all right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, glad I can call in and talk to Randy Savage. I was uh, watching a uh, cage match he had with uh, Lawler in Memphis. So it was pretty interesting. Like, seeing. I need to watch more of his ICW work, but it was kind of cool to see him with the, working with Lawler because uh, kind of gets uh, his Memphis career kind of gets glossed over a little bit, but um, he, he certainly probably did a lot of great work in Memphis uh, in ICW and after. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he had a legendary feud with Jerry the King Lawler for a long time. And they even teamed up at one point. I was watching one of their promos together where they're I think they were going to challenge Rick Rude and somebody else. So it was pretty, pretty neat. That is, yeah, it's pre- pretty awesome. I, I used to love watching their matches. Uh, that's, that's epic. I mean, two of the best at the time, you know. Yeah, I was watching the cage match they had, and uh, it looked like uh, it looked like Randy was working on Lawler and then uh, Joe LaDuke climbed the cage and interfered and uh, jumped on oh, yeah. Lawler and Randy and Joe were both attacking Lawler and uh, it's funny like uh, you know Hollow and Cell was like a recent uh, show that we had and I think mm-hmm. people were kind of pissed that MVP ran in it's like there's been run-ins and cage matches like for decades now I didn't even <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh Crazy. man. Yeah, it is. It is. Hey, well, let's let's bring some more other people to the party, the Macho Man party tonight, and uh, Slim Jim's for everybody, by the way. Uh, let's let's bring in. Uh, oh yeah, I think it's my man Velvet. Brother, welcome back. Seventy-seven Retro. Hey, How you doing, man. I'm doing good. What's up, everybody? Hey. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's very special night, man. This is the Macho yeah, Man, man Randy Macho Savage man. night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, right? like to talk to you about that guy named Hulk Hogan. Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a love-hate relationship through the years those two had. Oh, oh my, my goodness. <laughs> that, like he was saying about Lawler. I mean, how many times they beat the crap out of each other before they became the superpowers? I mean, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, come on, man. Oh, the mega power, excuse me. Um, But I think the best match Randy ever had was, uh, stole the show, was WrestleMania 3, him and Steamboat. Sorry. That's just. Oh, my God. Incredible. That's gospel right there. That's gospel right there, bro. That was like. The best wrestling. It was technical for a while. It had all the attributes of like, wait a minute, what is going on? Where's the flash and dash? Didn't need it because they worked. 
know, and it didn't come down to the end where it got a little, you know, got a little, you know, this that this way and that way. But the whole match was just spot on. And it you was know. a blessing at the time for that that WrestleMania card because we knew there was going to be a big power game going on with Andre and Hogan for the title. Yeah. So having having a match like Savage and Steamboat Man was just oh, just icing on the cake. Oh yeah, I mean it was, and and it, it goes to show you put two guys together that can flat out go and can flat out work, and that's exactly what they did. They showcased everything they had. So, and I, if 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 you weren't in shape to do a match like that, then it, it was gonna oh, be a no. long night. It, it was, <laughs> if your cardio wasn't they, up they the floor, <laughs> yes, because they were going nonstop, man. They did Seven not slow seasons. down for one single minute of that match. Mm-mm. I mean, there, and the near the falls. Oh my god, they had so many near falls. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had rest holds that didn't even last a minute. That I'm poor like, referee. Okay, that referee is getting worked. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh man! But, I mean, you had to be on your toes if you were that referee. He's like, holy crap, they're killing me. No doubt. I like mm. the fact that all of them, the semi-main, main, all that, actually was left to them to call. And I like that that there wasn't a lot of influence by the back or Vince or anything mm-hmm. like that. They let them do their thing and that needed to be done. You know, Just I was like I now. was privileged to see the matches that uh Savage yeah. had with Flair on first hand in WCW and they had some right. great matches. Oh yeah. And then Rat Savage and Flair, man, it was it was amazing to watch those two go. Well you gotta realize they were still top of the game, top of the heat guys. You know, oh and, yeah, and you know, and you know, Flair wasn't taking his foot off the gas, so you might as well forget that. Yeah, right. And Savage was the and, same way. Savage was like no, <laughs> right. And 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 Dallas Diamond Dallas Page has said many times he he owes a lot of his momentum at the time to his feud with Macho Man. For sure. Oh, absolutely. WCW. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love when he talks about that because it's genuine. It's not like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give this guy the rub because he's a macho man and I, you know, and I started late in my career. No, he was legit. If it weren't for the macho man, he probably wouldn't have got a lot of the things he got out of WCW. Right. Macho yeah, man we, put him on the map. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Okay. We, I mean, we talked about this last week about the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, some of the Ultimate Warrior's best matches were, were just a few people. Uh, we're talking Hogan. Uh, Rick Rude yeah. and the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Exactly. Yeah. See, the Macho Man was a guy that just could elevate your game to another level. Didn't matter what level you were, your game was being elevated right. just because him being in the match. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. you know? that's, probably, that's probably why they put him with Dennis Rodman, who wasn't a wrestler, so because he could work with anybody. Yeah. And if he, he was uh, Rodman and Malone. There with uh, oh Dallas and Savage, it worked, man. Yeah, it did. And who'd have thought that Carl Malone actually came out and actually wrestled in that match? I thought it was gonna yeah, be a joke. Right. He put the he put the time in though. He, he sure put did. The time yeah. in in the ring, you know. 
It's like the bad. Everybody talked about how you know the bad bunny thing. Bad bunny surprised everybody, but he put in the time. He was at the performance right. center for for four months. That's right. And nobody yeah. knew that. Nobody knew that man would been there for four months, except for you know the people there until it came out after the fact. He put the time in. He knew that he was going to get that opportunity, and it was going to be a one-time, lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I a, and I, I got a question, if that's all right. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. My uh, bad, your show. <laughs> I, I've heard... No, that's I've all right. Uh, <laughs> I've heard uh, Savage and Steamboat put a lot of thought into their match, and I've heard DDP has done uh, a similar method. Is putting a lot of thought into matches like uh, something you would do, or would you rather just go out there and feel the crowd? Well, when it comes to like main event type matches, like pay per view match, like big big events that you're kind of working towards, you know, you you definitely want to put some creativity and and, and ideas in, into like going through the coup de gras, if you will, you know, the the big blow off. And, and and see what you can uh, do with it to make it the very best it can be, more or less. You know, because you know it's 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 just like the triangle pier, uh, pyramid deal, where you know you build for that top spot. You know, I mean, in your feud or a program, and at the very top, you want to make it the very best it can be. So. Yeah, and I, I would add to that is a little bit of both. In some cases, uh, that they know what they're trying to do and where they're trying to get to. And sometimes in the middle of a match, they can feed off the crowd a little bit and give them a little bit of extra or give them a tease, you know, tease something, but still end up on the top end of where they need to be. I mean, I've yeah, seen I mean, you that. Got, you got a game plan going in, but at the same time, you know, right. you, you really don't want, you don't want to plan out every intricate thing because you never know what's no. going to work. At the time and what's right. so I mean it's good, good to like improvise at the time to kind of to uh, put icing on the cake yeah. once again use right. that quote with your uh, program so yeah uh, so I yeah both right you know a little bit a little bit of both you know comes into play when you know going to a big show like that right. Yeah, I agree well, with speaking that. Speaking of big shows, <laughs> brace yourself, Uh-oh. everybody. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here he comes. The one and only, the uh, the super fan, the, the Hulkamaniac, the uh, oh, Lord. all rolled up in one guy. Yeah, the one-man band himself. So, uh, uh, <laughs> the one-man gang of fans. Here he is, the great <laughs> Malcolm. Welcome Yay. back, brother. How you doing? Malcolm. Malcolm. How you doing, Malcolm? How you doing, Papa Chad? How you doing, Oh, yeah, Raiders. I forgot, <laughs> no, I forgot the Raiders. I miss that, man. I miss that. 
The funniest thing about that, Pop, Papa Stro and everybody, Dave and everybody, Steve, is when I was at Fort Benning, I did a Hogan, but the guys at the bunk co coaxed me into doing Savage. And I couldn't believe, you know, Hogan, you know, he was, you know, he wasn't as shocking to me as when I was doing Randy, you know, and, and these guys were, like, applauding me and drill sergeants. It was just really, you know, because, you know, I, I had a history, never met Randy Savage, you know, except for a nitro. I got to shake, he shook my hand over the rail, but, you know, and complimented me about my costume did, I was did, wearing that, that, like, sting. Did you but, do the Mega Power you know, Tank by the way, did you uh, make a no, power tank stick? No, okay, no. Papa Joe, he just, he looks at me. He's right behind Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth gave me a hug, you know, and, and the fans oh, are going, he's nice. going to deck you. And and Randy comes up and goes, looks at me, he goes, nice outfit, man, you know, because I was dressed like Sting, you know, and he reaches up and shakes <laughs> my hand. And, you know, that, you know, but there's a match. You guys are talking about, the greatest match he ever had. What about his greatest moment, Papa Stro, when Hulk Hogan was in attendance at WrestleMania four and he was taking on Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant kept preventing him from, from putting DiBiase away. So Elizabeth went to the back room and got Hulk Hogan to sit in the chair and he came in and Hogan whacked DiBiase in the back of the you know, in the back of the chair and and Savage went up, did the flying elbow drop, and got the three count. That, to me, is probably Randy's greatest moment, the WWF champion for the first time ever. I mean, the, the you, you know, you mentioned, the Mal Malcolm, you mentioned the flying elbow at the top, man. What a beautiful maneuver. I mean, oh, I, I, yeah. I haven't seen nobody, nobody execute it like the Macho Man has. But nope. I got this a question amazing. for you, Papa Stro. I got a question for you. Who was a bigger impact? Because back in the 80s, I'd argue this. I asked Randy about this, and, you know, I, I told him, you know, I didn't, just, I didn't know which was which. But uh, I, I remember there was a big impact with Elizabeth. So many guys were enamored by Elizabeth, you know. It, what they would show up at the matches because oh, Randy beautiful. was wrestling for Elizabeth. How could you not? <laughs> exactly. Was it? Was the bigger impact and, and the very macho nice, man? Very, nice, very nice lady, too. Or was it Elizabeth? You know, back then, you know, because Gorilla Monsoon on primetime used to talk about her. He had a poster of her. You know, you, you, she was out a workout poster, and he says, you guys want to work out with this on your wall kind of thing, you know. But I, I don't know if Elizabeth was a bigger impact back in the 80s, or was it Randy Savage? You know, with this wrestling technique. Well, it, it, they go hand in hand. I mean, you, back then, yeah. you, it was like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can't have one without right. the other back then. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then there's a match. There's a match you guys didn't mention. Um, uh, Randy teamed well, up. Well, we just got, we just with, got started um, with the podcast, Malcolm. Yeah, we just got started. Yeah, we're getting warmed up. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's, there's a match on YouTube. You might want to see it. It's back in the 80s. I think it's 88. And Randy, no, it's 87. It's right after Strike Force took the uh, belts from the Hart Foundation on uh, that uh, episode of Superstars in November. And then uh, there was a steel cage match, the Honky Tonk Man and the Hart Foundation. The Honky Tonk Man was Intercontinental Champion. Strike Force were the tag team champions. He's going to give us the whole card Strike right Force here. And yeah, I know, right? I mean, that was a bloodbath. That was a bloodbath, uh -huh. man. One of the best matches I ever saw. Six man, anyway. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys heard the, the story or not, but, uh, you know, at the time, uh, Macho Man was very protective of Elizabeth, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, they, they were, like, uh, Bobby Heenan was traveling with him one time, and he had to stop and go use, use the bathroom, right? <laughs> and and uh, finally, so, so Bobby went out, you, you know, took a leak, and uh, uh, Macho Man comes over to him at, behind him and is like, what are you doing? You know, and, and Bobby's like, what are you doing? I'm not used to the bathroom. And, he, and, and he's freaking out. He says, she can see you. Oh, my goodness. I got but, one um, for you. It was, sure. it, was a, it was a place called the Jukebox in downtown Charleston. Okay. And after the big after the matches, that's where everybody ended up. Well, right. You talk about being protective of Elizabeth. You ain't lying. We, <clears throat> we went to the ju- We went to go to the jukebox, and the nasty boys were in there. <laughs> uh, they were crazy. Macho Man was sitting in the corner. Like he was mad at the world. As Look we out. were com- as we were as we were coming in, Ric Flair was coming out. Okay, mm-hmm. and Lex Luger had been in there, and he was trying to get out of there, but the place was packed. Okay, so oh boy, so Savage goes to the bathroom, and Elizabeth is going to get a, a water or something. She was getting or a Sprite or whatever she was getting. So there's three bars in this building. Okay, when you walk mm-hmm. in the front door, there's a huge bar on the back wall. There's a side yeah. bar to the right and a little tiny bar that sits about eight people on your left. Mm-hmm. Well, she right. didn't get anywhere, and there was really nobody at the other one. So she walked out, and I happened to be sitting there, and she came over, mm-hmm. and everybody flooded her. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, no. yeah. We weren't really paying attention. And like, hey, how are you? Nice. But I, I said, hey, can you get her drink, whatever she got? And the guy was getting it. So all these people come up, all these guys. Here comes Randy. I said, uh-oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> so I was like, somebody's getting their butt kicked. It's going to be awesome. So he comes over and goes, hey, what are y'all doing over here? Is there a party without me? What's going on? <laughs> so he was, trying to, he was trying to play it off right, but he was he was mad at all get up. He was so mad. So the nasty, boys, the nasty boys come over and go, Randy, go sit in the corner. You were over there minding your own business. Go back over there. <laughs> right? So he gets mad at that. Oh, my God. And, Eli- and Elizabeth's like, Everything's okay. She's so sweet. She's like, everything's okay. I'll say, listen, give me five minutes. I'll come back, and I'll, if you want autographs, I'll sign whatever you have. I'll be nice. And Randy's like mumbling. Rah, 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 rah. So they walk back to the table. Right? So, so the nasty boy turns around and goes, and go, she ain't coming back, fellas. Knob goes, she's not coming back. No, <laughs> that's not going ha- to happen. So... They you know knocked something? everything I, off. I, I, yeah, go ahead. No, everything off. They knocked everything off the bar that everybody's drinking. So right. Nob and Sag, 
well, I like to go to get up, and he goes, no, nah, little man, sit down. I went, oh, crap. <laughs> so they start, no, uh, throwing hundreds on the, uh, they start throwing hundreds on the bar. And they go, okay, drink, <laughs> line them up. Let's go. So Macho Man is going to leave, and he comes by, and he punches Sags in the back. He goes, I thought you were my brother, man. I thought you had my back. You know, Elizabeth walked over here. Elizabeth walked over here. You didn't say nothing. He, and then, and Nobbs is like, man, go on. <laughs> so, Macho Man oh, grabs man. Elizabeth, and they go out the door, and they're fighting everybody to get out the door because Macho Man's leaving. He's going out the front door. They had the door at the back open for him. He said, screw that. We're going out the front. <laughs> so he goes out. So we turn around. I go to get up again, and oh, Nobbs goes, sit down. I'm like, holy crap, I can't get up off this stool. So, make a long story short, ended up drinking with them. I left my car downtown because we caught a cab, and they go, where do you live? I said, I don't know. Right. I was so tore up, I said, I have no clue. So, we go, to the gas sta- we go to the gas station, they buy more beer. And the cab driver's like, you cannot drink, you cannot drink beer in my cab. They go, shut up. They throw hundreds at him. Oh, oh, oh it was Haji. Right? Haji driving? Yeah, Hoggy was driving. So, so, nice. so they drop they drop hundreds in the seats and he goes, Okay, do what you want. So we're going down the road. We find my we actually found my house. Yeah. My wife hears the car That's come nice. around the corner. She knows it's me. It's my wife and the dog standing on the porch. So as Nobs gets out of the car, Bag puts oh my God. his feet on my puts his feet on my back. He goes to push me as Knobs is pulling me. And I must have went 15 feet in the air and hit the ground and rolled. I'm all up in my grass. I got dirt all over me. And they threw a six-pack at me and said, see you later, chump. <laughs> Get out of there. Take off, what right? What a night, man. What so a they night. Take off, they, they, oh they take off, right? So my wife's looking at me. Yeah. My dog My dog goes, yeah, you're you're screwed. When the dog, when your man's best friend goes back in the house and the mm-hmm. wife goes with the dog, that's not a good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really no doubt. What but, a story, uh, yeah, man. But, but, being, but, being, but being protective of, of Elizabeth was, he he punched, I mean, I couldn't believe it. he walked right over, punched bags and bags, and where were you at? <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I was... I was going to say, you know, along those lines, that I didn't yeah. know about this but a while, but, but a while back. That uh, back when uh, Randy and and the Poffos were running the ICW wrestling territory, mm-hmm. and I mean it, it, it was very family involved. And matter of fact, uh, Elizabeth, she was the, the commentator at the time for the, some of their ICW events. I, I did not know that until I was watching some of the programs. I didn't know that. Well, no. <laughs> I didn't know that. So at it all. blew my mind. That's, you know, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Learn yeah. something new. I, I I did too at the time. I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing," you know. And to see what happened pre, you know, WWE, you know, with Macho Man Liz. Yeah, right. I I didn't get to see any of that. We didn't get a lot of uh, Mid South or anything. We we didn't get a lot. We got AWA when it was still around here, and we got. Uh, it, it, of course, it was Georgia Championship Wrestling and then Mid Atlantic. And if they weren't in the territory here, we didn't get a lot of stuff 
Midwest. That's like you know anything Ma- like Man that here. In ICW, he looked like Manimal mm-hmm. from the Muppets. Oh, it was just like Manimal. It freaked me out. I was like, wow. <laughs> but, tal- but, a, but a talented wrestler, for sure. Oh, amazing. For sure. And, you know, when when I first got the call that him and Hogan wanted to see me about, you know, signing with WCW, it was – I, I got to tell you the story. I was in Puerto Rico at the time with Carlos, right? I was at the condo mm-hmm. with uh, Val Venus, you know, Sean Morley and – the um, love Valvinus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Free, free Valvinus, right? <laughs> yeah, free Valvinus. When he was yeah. part of the team called the uh, Canadian Glamour Boys, which same soul, man. <laughs> I mean, they were a hell of a team, by the way. Great, great, great team. Yeah, great baby for team. You know what I mean? But um, he gets the call, right? Home rings, right? And he's looking at me, and and I, I'm watching. We're watch, we watch the E Channel all the time, the entertainment channel. I used to pick on him. About he he liked Elizabeth Hurley at the time, and I used to make jokes about how she was butt face ugly and all that. He gets so mad, yeah. but I just to growl him up, just to growl him up, you know what I mean? But uh, right, the <laughs> phone rings. He's answering the phone, right? And uh, he's looking at me. I'm like, John, who's on the phone, man? And he's like, it's the Macho Man, and he really talks like that. I'm like, get out of here! I thought he was me, right? <laughs> So, so he 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 has me a phone and it's like, hey, how you doing? Is this Randy? You know, I'm like, and I, I I step back for a second, like, no, get out. And then right, up, man. Wow. You know, uh, Jerry Jarrett had put him on to me, right? Because you know I did the Memphis stuff you know, a while back, and you know that's how you got the ball room with that. But I mean. Cool. Yeah, that's a funny story how uh, I first heard from Randy. Was, uh, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> the phone call in Puerto Rico, yeah, man, pretty wild. That's cool, though. That's yeah, yeah cool. it was real well. <laughs> the it was pretty wild. My dad, I, yeah. My dad uh-huh, was go watching ahead. wrestling with me, and uh, he heard Macho Man talking in an interview, and he goes, because I told Randy this when he called me on the phone. I said, yeah, i got to mention this. My my dad it was 1986, and he had just beaten uh, Tito Santana in the Boston Gardens. They're doing an interview Arriba. with him, you know, and he's going, oh, yeah, like that. And my dad goes, he sounds like he's got some serious backup. <laughs> I told Randy on the phone. Oh, he was damn, laughing. man. That <laughs> is not right. <laughs> and Rob Piper right. said, he, he's like, you need a colon <laughs> cleanser. <laughs> you know, you know I, when I, I had – I, when I met uh, Randy, one of the times I met Randy, he, he introduced me to, to the guy, the swim gym guy, you know, who, who handled all the swim gym stuff for me. And uh, he um, he opened, he, he showed me the closet. The swim gym guy showed me the closet of all the outfits that they made for Randy, the swim gym people. They literally oh, made wow. those swim gym outfits. It was it blew my mind. My daughter just dropped. There's a whole closet full of outfits, right? Wow. And uh, it was just, you, it, it was just amazing. That's I bet crazy. the movie's gonna be giving that guy a call if he still has him. Oh sure. <laughs> if they haven't yeah, already. The lost treasures, uh, yeah. Did you see the one where they were just, looking for Rick Flair's jack uh, robe that he left in Johnson City? That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's yeah. He told that story one time, and Terry with some 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 guy out of the street ran off of one of his robes and, and gave him the finger 
And Terry Buck says, hey, Rick, that was a wonderful story. And Rick is like, no, it was terrible. terrible. Puck's on my road. Right. I like if you if you saw the lost treasures. He goes, he goes. Uh, one of my wives took five of my robes, and that wasn't even in the uh, divorce decree. <laughs> then they, wow. And then they and then they asked Charlotte because Charlotte was on the ride, and the, and the guy goes, so Charlotte, what do you think that butterfly robe that? And he looks at the guy and goes. My mom has that very well hidden somewhere. But come to find out, he left it in a hotel in Johnson City, Tennessee. It was uh, the one that he went when he left when he left to when he he wore it at Royal Rumble when he won the Royal right. Rumble, and then he wore it mm-hmm. one more time in like '94 or '95. And okay. Uh, it was left in a hotel, and they found uh, no. A guy had it that worked at the hotel and had been sitting on it for twenty five years, and then put it on. He, he didn't know how much that robe was worth. He should kick mm-hmm. himself to this day because he had it and sold it on eBay for ten thousand dollars. That robe was worth between fifty and seventy thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! So if you go back and That's look at that wild. anything about lost treasures. They yeah. paid way too much for that. Traders. They paid way too much to have it all. So they, all, they had to make it. They had to make a deal with the Flair family and and Conrad because he put up the yeah. money. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, right, right. You know, when the limo rides that have Macho Man and Hogan, when the limo rides that have Macho Man and Hogan, uh, they're they're talking. Oh, yeah, if never a dumb moment those two. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> On and off again, love-hate relationship. It's like uh, right. this this particular time, they were talking stuff about the ratings and all that. And like, uh, we're going to kick Vince's brut, right, right, Randy. And, and Randy looks at him and says, hey, man, I'm not burning no bridges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why not this place to work for him? <laughs> another another great moment in Randy's career in 1989. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the king. He beat Haku, and then Randy took the belt or took the crown from him. And uh, because uh, Sherry Martell uh, hit um, Hacksaw in the back of the head with like a purse or something, which you know Randy was you know he was the macho king. Which nobody right. expected will happen, which I think is really one of his finest moments in his career. I told him that on the phone. Macho King. Him and yeah. Jerry, yeah. Queen Sherry and Macho yeah. King, yeah. Love it, man. WrestleMania 6, Macho Man and Sherry against uh, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, and Sweet Sapphire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. What a feud they had, too. It was a good feud they had. Macho Man and Dusty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, oh yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of speaking of Macho King and Sherry, I was watching. Uh, I think this is Macho King and Sherry versus uh, Tenru over in Japan. That was Ooh. a pretty great match, and uh, Tenru got oh, a wow. power bomb. It was at the Wrestling Summit in 1990. 
Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Something else. Something else. Um, I think his 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 most down moment was WrestleMania seven. He was taking on the Ultimate Warrior. He dropped like five straight elbows, and 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 the Warrior kicked out. You know, and then Sherry, when he lost the match, Sherry came in and started attacking him. And Elizabeth came out of the out of the stands and helped. You know, helped Macho Man. I, I thought. You know, I told him. You know, that was to him. It was a really down moment in his career. He he lost uh, a lot. Uh, um, a um, um, career versus career match in the LA Sports Arena, but he also gained back Elizabeth. I was I was telling him, you know, that was you had your good moment, you had your bad moment. It wasn't just a whole bad moment, you know. So. And there's another thing. What a great commentator he was when he was commentating. He was oh, great. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, I'm sure CM Punk was influenced because he he did like a tights, trunks cosplay, and, you know, I think Punk tr- wanted to be, like, Randy in that he could be good at any role, commentary, wrestling, whatever. Right, right. That was a nice tribute he did to the Macho Man when he dressed uh, the outfit. It was like the Macho Man you wore that one time. That was and, then they put it nice on, and then they put it on Sandow. I mean, uh, Jay Lethal had a Black Machismo run for a while. Yeah, so. Black Machismo. Right. Right. I, I know when he was doing the Black Machismo, he used, he used to crack up Kevin Nash. <laughs> I think Kevin Nash used to laugh all the time with Black Machismo, man. <laughs> uh, Tremendous. Another When Macho Man and Bobby Heenan were doing commentary, man, it was like the best. Oh, my God. I still love those two. Papa Joe, you remember on prime time, and I think it was sometime in '88. It was either before SummerSlam '88 or after. Uh, Randy was the champion, and Gorilla Monsoon had him on as a guest. And Bobby Heenan found out, and he took off. <laughs> and Randy came out, and he goes, <laughs> and he comes out, and he goes, "I'm gonna get real comfortable here." He puts his legs up. <laughs> I gotta ask you guys. What are some of your favorite Macho Man moments personally that you, you like to share, man? Uh, uh, go away, hit it off, man. Do your thing. Oh, uh, bone saws, ready? Extra <laughs> sharp. I got you for yeah. three minutes. Spider plate time. Spider Man. Yeah. Man, <laughs> girl. Awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fantastic. My, uh, oh, I love that scene. I have a Jake the Snake Roberts uh, meeting memory. and uh, There was a show in Virginia that he did with uh, Mickey James and Nick Aldis put together. Mm-hmm. And this was like before. This was like a night before a wrestling show. And uh, they even did like a Macho Man impression contest. I was in it. Oh. I, I, I thought I wasn't on my game, but... Um, Somebody did like the Elizabeth like uh, moment, engagement moment, and then my friend, my female friend, that was with me. She did. Uh, she quoted Bone Saw, but she was like, she still had a girly voice doing it. So Jake, Jake uh, was cracking up, and he like gave her the tickets to the show the next night. It was funny. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And, and, and what about 
one of the greatest heel turns in the history of the business when he turned on Hogan and, and when Elizabeth was laying there after the match. Yeah. yeah. And and then Brutus Beefcake came there. He he clocked Brutus Beefcake and just went crazy. Yeah. That was man, that was great. <laughs> I thought it was like the best thing ever. When he turned on Hogan. You got lustful eyes. Yep. Pa- Pop is true. <laughs> you said what was her? What was some of her outstanding moments for? I have two of them. Now, well, One well, was well, what, what are your best moments of Macho Man? When your favorite moments of Macho Man? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can talk about your great. It's a Saturday later. night. Oh, go ahead. Right. It's a Saturday, night. <laughs> it's a Saturday uh-huh. night's main event. It was in Hollywood, okay. Los Angeles, California. In uh, November right. of '86, it was right after Thanksgiving, and um, yeah. the Macho Man had a title defense. He's the Intercontinental Champion against Jake the Snake Roberts, which I thought nice. was a really good match. I told Randy that over the phone. That was a really underrated good match. I thought, you know, back in that day. Oh, I'm sure. Really yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another one. Another one, real quick, was. Um, it was a six-man tag for WrestleMania three. It was in Madison Square was Garden. Was All the yeah, all the opponents was were okay, faced, the good okay, guys go were facing the bad guys. <laughs> so it was King Hardy Grace <laughs> and the Junkyard Dog. It was Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat and Rowdy Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis. And and what would happen is as soon as one guy was pinned, he'd have to leave until there were only two guys left, and then the last okay. guy standing would win the match, which I thought was really good. You know. Well, who, who did it come down to? It came down to the Junkyard Dog and Randy Savage. And, All right. Uh, and uh, the JYD won it just like he won it at the Wrestling Classic in, in November, November 7th, 85 okay. in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, but that was a good match with those two. Oh, man. Uh, really good. Great. Yeah. All right. Really Velvet. enjoy watching. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, Velvet, go ahead. Uh, I I really enjoyed the uh, feud with Jake Snake Roberts and Macho Man, especially the Cobras, like the the one the the gift gift uh, opening and then the the Cobra bite (laughs) when uh, he had the arms stuck in the roof. You know, Piper, Hamner, and Elizabeth had a train going on because they're all they're all afraid to touch the Cobra after the match. When they attacked Randy, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and Jake had to literally and, take uh, the cobra and pry its mouth off of Macho Man that night. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> great. Crazy. And then um, Jake tells a funny story about Randy wanting the snake to bite Jake before they went out there and did it <laughs> just to make sure it wasn't yeah. venomous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and did you see Macho Man after the match? Going shock when he was getting interviewed in the backstage. <laughs> he dropped to the ground yeah. and the camera zoomed on his face. Oh my gosh! Classic, man. Yeah. Great stuff. Hey, any more memories of Velvet? Uh, Steve, if you got any man, more. Man, I mean, I, you know, everybody's pretty much spot on so far. I mean. I keep all. My biggest thing is seeing him. The little bit I did get to see him uh, early on with his brother uh, before they became really, really, really mainstream. 
was uh, I, I knew he was. I remember the one he was doing. In, I guess in the bathroom or the locker room, where he's standing in front of the mirror talking about Lawler. And was, that, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what the, the whole thing he said, but he's like, he, you know, how he, he gets, he starts a little monotone. Yeah, getting really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden, then he gets crazy like Malcolm is like, you know. <laughs> but he has, but the funny thing, he had to build to it. I love that part about him. He's like, right. come on, man, give it to me, bro. I know he's, oh, it's coming, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you, know, you never know when it was going to hit. You just wait. You're like, right. okay, okay, he's building to something. And then a couple of times, you know, when he was really happy, you know, he didn't do it. But it was, you know, you just had to wait. <laughs> I just waited for right. it. I was like, every time I saw him, I was like, oh, everybody be quiet. I got to hear this. <laughs> he's going to get he's gonna get nuts at some point. All his veins are going to poke out of his head. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But uh, he, you know, but great promo guy, great worker, uh, mm-hmm. just all around. Just uh, you can't say I can't. I can't say nothing bad about him at all, whatsoever. I mean, no there's not, I mean, if it, there's nothing there. I've never personally heard or seen of anything that he's ever done to wreck the business or anybody or this or that. So I, mean, I, I can't say. Because I don't have first-hand knowledge if he ever was, you know. I mean, everybody's got a mean streak or be nasty every now and again, but I've never heard anything. So I can't say. You know, but, uh, yeah. You guys remember the time? Dave, you know what he told me? Go ahead, Malcolm. What did he tell you? No. No, go ahead. You started it. You started it. Go ahead, Malcolm. I was going to tell you that when he talked to me on the phone, I told him, you know, I also do Hogan, and I know a lot of people told me you don't, like him that much. I said, you just did that rap album, you know, a while back, you know, and uh, and you were talking about, you know, you don't like Hogan and, you know, and um, I said, you know, I, I don't want to do Hogan for you because it'll upset me. And he goes, no. He goes, go ahead, fire away. And so I'm like, well, you know, stop. I'm doing like, like Hogan. And Randy says to me, he says, I don't like Hogan all that much. Everybody knows. But he says, Malcolm, he says, you're doing Hogan. If you were actually Hogan, I would respect and like you. I was like, wow, that's really cool. <sighs> you guys, you guys remember uh, the time when he, he came back with a whole new look? Uh, he had gotten a lot, lot bigger, and he was wearing, wearing uh, a special hat. He had the stylish-looking yeah. hat he was wearing at the time, right? Well, he got that idea from me, <laughs> and he told me he did because uh, I, I came I came one of the shows with a suit on, right, and a, a hat like he was, you know, was, he ended up wearing rather. And he's like, hey, that's cool. I like it. And sure that enough, cool. the next, time I, next, next time I saw him, he had a hat just like mine. I was like, man, you dog. <laughs> but uh, but uh, he, he had a match. He had a match with Hoovy, Hoovintude, right? Guerrero, right? Yeah. And uh, he, he, he did his elbow on Hoovy, right? But the thing was, Randy had really bulked up. <laughs> and when he hit Hoovy, you can see the all of his Hoovy's wind escape him, right? And he's like in the back after his going, "Whoa, man!" <laughs> Look, he's like wow. man. I fell for Hoovy, man. Like, oh my god. 
I would have felt for him too. Um, there was um, <laughs> he won the uh, Intercontinental title against Tito Santana. Then he was on the body shot with Jesse Ventura, and and he's you know Jesse's okay. and the new Intercontinental champion, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy comes out. He goes, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm going to let my manager, Elizabeth, hold the Intercontinental title belt. Hold the belt. He goes, and and, and um, uh, Jesse goes, uh, you know, you really shouldn't do that. Uh, we go, goes, we go fast forward, and Malcolm goes go way backwards. Well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Randy goes, Champion's prerogative. Changed my mind. Not going to hold the belt. It's my belt. And I was like laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> well, well being, being we're back in Malcolm's time period with Muscle Man, um, now we're on the top. Uh, did, uh, do you guys remember the Piper's Pit? Where, um, and please don't pull it out, Malcolm. Let, 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 let me finish. Yes. Go where, let um, me finish. Uh, Piper, uh, Piper asked the. Asked to kiss Elizabeth, and uh, Mr. Messi, hey, you can kiss me, right? And and Pipe says, I don't want to kiss you, man. Can we That's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. And, and the Pipe is so that. funny in the pet, man. Oh my God, killing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, man. Hey, 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 Steve, you got any more Piper stories that you'd like to share? Macho. And Macho. <laughs> okay. Steve, are you still there? Is oh, he on yeah, silent? My, my, my earphone came out. Did, <sighs> you, you got any cool Piper Macho Man stories, like, together? I know they were really entertaining together. God. I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Steve. Okay. Well, we know Steve's going to come up with something special. Yeah, he Steve's is. Come up with I, I got to one. Papa Stro, I got one Piper and um, and uh, and Savage. Uh, Ken Resnick cool. was doing an interview, and uh, yeah. we were going to meet at the Cow Palace. Oh, I think it was November from, October. From uh, Wrestling History on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah go ahead. October 86 or November 86, they were going to meet at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. And Ken Resnick Great goes, place. Oh, this, this, this Saturday night, Rowdy Roddy Piper is going to take on this guy right here, the Intercontinental Champion, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. And Randy comes in. He goes, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Mr. TV announcer with the red tie. I'm just breaking up. <laughs> well, again, if you're listening, uh, uh, give us your thoughts about this after the show. The impersonation I'm off in this case. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Uh, Great stuff. Well, well we're know. thinking on Piper and, and Savage. Let's, let's, let's stick with more Savage stuff. Uh, any any more memories of Savage you all want to share with us? Anybody? Yeah. Anyone? What about, Don't be shy. Uh, when Stunning Steve Austin wrestled uh, the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. That nice. was a, that was in, uh, I believe that was in 95. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Malcolm probably knows. Um, 
Well, there was also one guru. in 2002 uh, when the NWO was the new poison that Vince McMahon brought in, and um, and Austin and and uh, The Rock had a feud with uh, Hogan, Savage, uh, Hogan, Hall, and Nash uh, at the time. Yeah, but yeah, but Savage uh, wasn't. Was it, Savage wasn't involved with that. Yeah, Savage not with Savage. No, Savage, yeah. But yeah, I uh, I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, that one back then, if, if I can't remember everything about. It. I do remember seeing that. Um, that was, was WCW. Right? Had to have been pretty entertaining. You probably were there, yeah. uh, Stro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It been it been oh, a yeah. time period. Right. So I I don't remember a lot about the match, but I do know they did work in, in WCW. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot about Great it. stuff, man. Great stuff, man. Gabe, was that when uh, Austin was getting ready to leave because, you know, Hogan was take, Hogan and Bischoff were taking over and he'd had enough? Is that like right before he left? Because I was over in Germany. I don't know. I don't remember when. It might have been. It might have been. It might have been. Because, was that WCW or was that? I don't know. I have to look. It, 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 it was, was uh, yeah, that, that was uh, WCW. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wait, wait. Yes. Yeah. That was right yeah, before Steve left, I think. Right. Yeah, just before. Yep. That's was, crazy. Um, there was a mm-hmm. rematch with... Uh, Savage versus Piper in January 1990. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. You know, something else, something about, you mentioned Piper and Savage. You know, remember Super Brawl 7 in uh, San Francisco at the Cow Palace on the pay-per-view? Um, and mm-hmm. uh, Hogan was taking on Piper. Savage helped Hogan win by hitting Piper in the back of the head with a foreign object. Forget what it was, but uh, Hogan finally yeah. pinned Megapowers, baby. Savage with himself. <laughs> yeah. Mega powers. Yes. <laughs> I used yeah. to love him to hit Mega Powers handshake back then. That was so much fun. <laughs> That's a and another another Papa Strong. <laughs> what about SummerSlam '89? Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake um, and Hulk Hogan against uh, Randy Savage and Zeus, the Human Wrecking Machine. I, I like the interview. Oh, I got... love he goes. He says, "Papa Stray." He goes, "He goes. <laughs> Zeus is the Human Wrecking Machine, and he's got the madness in his eye. What do you think about it, Zeus? What do you think about it, man?" <laughs> I and that was fresh off of No Holds Barred, the, the movie Zeus yeah. was in with Hogan. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that, that got mainstream attention. Matter of fact, I saw them on the Arsenio Hall show yeah. during yeah. that time. Randy was great on the Arsenio Hall show. And Arsenio oh, was yeah, he made great appearances on there, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Remember the one he was on with uh, Morgan Farrell's child? Oh, she was like freaking out. Oh my god! And she was yeah, posing. She was posing for and everything. It was hilarious. Papa Stu, I met Morgan Fairchild. We talked about that. And when I was doing the impression for her, she was like, "You're scaring me." I ain't talking about you, me, Morgan Fairchild. I ain't talking about. I'm talking about Macho Man. 
Get out of here. Inspired by Macho Man Randy Savage, he told me. 
Because um, that's a fact of life. You wouldn't. <laughs> that's a fact of life. <laughs> you probably. Of life. <laughs> I, I got another name. Uh, Bailey. Okay. Bailey, yeah, that's was right. By... Yep, she is. Yeah. Plus, plus the gear. I could see it with the tassel. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, speaking of Bailey, I wanted to briefly mention she did. I didn't know that her first opponent was Melissa Coates, Super Genie, years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, God rest her soul, man. Yeah, God rest her soul, for real. That's yeah. bad. It really yeah, is. What a sweetheart, man. To, to hear. Um, what a sweetheart. Man. I know we don't do... I know we don't do a dream match segment uh, most weeks anymore, but I did have one. I wanted to. Yeah, go I would have liked to seen. I would have loved to have seen uh, Macho Man, Rain Savage versus Sabu with Sherry and uh, Super Genie oh. in the corners. Oh, can you imagine? Oh my God! Macho Team versus Sabu. That, that's a good one. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Good oh my God! That would have been way awesome. Just take just, just take my money right now. Just take my right? money. Oh, God. I where, love do I sign, where do I sign up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's I want right. ringside, brother. Ringside for that. Good Lord. Uh, you got money You got money for that. I'll be in the nosebleeds. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got I'm you. broke. I, I got you, brother. I got you. You'll be simple. You, 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 you can call me from the front row and let me know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'd be right there next to the crowd. We'd get my popcorn. Yeah, watch, watch cool. I appreciate Yeah, And, and Savage that. act a fool all over the place. Oh, my God. Great. They, would, they would definitely act a fool. You ain't lying. That, you ain't lying. That would, that would be hard. Can you imagine both guys in their prime going at it? Savage and Ooh. Sabu. Oh, oh, my oh. Uh, I think there could have been a chance that Sabu just signed with WCW, but I think he wanted to work ECW in Japan. Right. Wow. Ah. I don't blame him. I mean, he had a good thing going with it at the time, so shoot. Papa Strip, somebody told me today that, I don't know if this is true, but Jamie passed away today. Sabu's away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we just just talked about that, Malcolm. That's why we said God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, know, I met yeah. Sabu and it's he's very man. She was a sweetheart of a lady. Uh, not knowing she's a yeah, great wrestler, is, yeah. I mean, she was she was great in the bodybuilding world as well. I mean, and she she had a lot of fans and a lot a lot of people in the industry that loved her, man. She was so she was awesome. Can I can I give my condolences to um, Sabu because I've met him and he's a really nice guy, not only a great wrestler, but a really Wait, nice he's still guy. living uh, Yeah, he's still living now. No, I'm just saying, I I want to send my you know sympathetic, you know, you know, you know I'm sorry that you passed away. Kind of. Oh, yeah, of course, thank yeah, you, Steve. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. All, all of our mm-hmm. prayers are with him and his family this time. Yeah. Absolutely. But what a God! Can you imagine that? Oh, why in the mm-hmm. heck did that that did that not happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, it just it, it, it just even yeah. if they did like a. <laughs> Even if they did a cross promotion deal, because I think they'd done that before with Nick and Sabu at one point, uh, probably earlier in ECW. But um, yeah, I think that would be cool if they got Sabu to do a one-off with uh, someone like a Macho Man or 
one of those stars. Oh God. You know, we, you know, that one guy we we've neglected to talk about that I could see some Macho Man influence was the Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. The Kingslayer. Yeah. I can I can see guy. a little bit of savage in his style, you know. Oh yeah. What about Randy Orton? Wow, so Malcolm, you, you picked the most off the wall guys to have influence. <laughs> 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 well, you can see some of this technique. I'm waiting for you to say, yeah, yeah, what about King Kong Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> he was influenced by the last man. Well, <laughs> if I can throw that into the dream mat, oh, I'd like to. When Randy, you were talking about Randy Savage. Well, Braun Strowman, oh, he's a big Macho Man influencer. <laughs> Papa Stroh and Randy, you were talking about when Randy bulked up. I think, you know, when he was bulked up like that, him against John Cena would have been a good match, the way Cena was in shape. Look, uh, well, hey, Papa he, 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 either, either generation, I think, Savage would have a good match with anybody. Hey, yeah, he could. Yeah. Hey, Papa, hey, mm-hmm. Papa Stroh. Uh-huh. You think, you think, um... Uh, Chris Masters was influenced by the Macho Man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Don't laugh. He told me. Chris Masters. <laughs> Don't laugh, Dave. He told me what. <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking, man. Just... He was inspired by Hulk Hogan, too. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that is crazy. <laughs> That, yeah, that, that's something. That is something. Uh, you know, um, I, uh, Keith Lee. <laughs> Keith Lee said uh-huh. publicly, Keith Lee said publicly uh-huh. that he was a Macho Man fan like early on. I could see Keith that in the promos. Yeah. It, it, if you notice yeah. in Keith Lee's promos, I see a little bit of Macho Man in his promos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he gets he gets great promos. Uh, Keith Lee does. Yeah. What, what do you think about? Keith Lee being taken off TV for this long. I've heard he's creative and that maybe there's a trademark issue because I've heard that on Apple Talk today. Do you uh, have any speculation on no, why Keith Lee may be taken off? Yeah, look what he did to Aleister Black. He did the same thing to him creatively. Yeah, that, yeah. and that was dumb. Dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb. Mm. Crazy. But but what would it be trademark wise? They make they're the ones that give them what they got what they get. They would be in trouble Isn't for the it? trademark, not him. I yeah, I don't know if uh I don't know if I think that's an if, excuse. Uh, is is that his real name or is that that is not his real name, Keith Lee. Um, is that the name they gave him? Let me look at it. I, I think Keith no Lee sure. used it. Like two thousand eight or something. Right. Um, no, it's just it's just birth name, so it's kind of it's kind of weird that they would trademark wow. his real name. Yeah, yeah, you would think, right? Hmm. I think that's why Crazy. Ultimate Warrior, you know, would end up changing his name for the trademark stuff. <laughs> right. I remember when China changed. I remember when China changed her. <laughs> she said she gave Vince the finger. Legally, <laughs> 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 Oh my God! Remember that. Oh my God! Yes, sir. <laughs> well, you know, 
gotta do what you gotta do. But you know what? Let me tell you, the smartest person that I mm-hmm. think that made a buck off his name and still will to this day until he dies is Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting never gave yeah. up his character, never gave up his name, yeah. never signed his name over yeah. to anybody. He still stings mm-hmm. to this day. That's yeah. right. Think yeah. about it. When he was working in Impact and they were making those videos of him in WCW, they had Vince had to pay him every time they made a video because he wouldn't sign over his name. He goes, no, you're going to pay me for my likeness. It's mine. I own it. You don't get it. Yep. Papa Stroh, so, you know there's what? a guy that was you inspired what? by Randy Savage Sting. Well, he speaking told me of that. Sting, <laughs> that's nice, Malcolm. Um, okay. Speaking, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Sting, you know, it doesn't get talked about too much, but Sting and Monster Man made for a heck of a team, I thought. Absolutely. They were a great tech team. It's like a dream team yeah. at the time. Two of the most popular guys in the industry. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. A uh, big part of that. Big part of the Hulk Hogan turn on, with the NWO. Yeah. Luger, Sting, right. and Macho Man. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that was big at the time. You know, I was watching. Yeah, um, I was uh-huh. watching like a WCW retrospective on Macho Man and. Do you think mm-hmm. Sting and Macho Man should have teamed up longer against NWO instead of Randy joining NWO like soon after? Oh, I I, the I totally I I, I, to, I I totally agree. No, this is before the Wolf Pack, Malcolm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. They 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 should have been some of the like the big part of the representation for WCW against the NWO. Those two, because uh, I mean those two's popularity just. It's like a dream, like I said, a dream team of two of the most popular guys in history with uh, Sting and Macho Man. I mean, that was like the WCW. To me, that was the WCW equivalent of the Mega Powers, honestly. Oh, yeah. The WCW version with Sting and Macho Man. You know what I mean? Um, You know, uh, one wrestler that Randy was influenced by was uh, Pimpero Furpo. From, uh, right, Argentinian, yeah. Uh huh. That's right. Where he got his uh, voice from. Mhm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Savage had some influences too. Well, you ha- yeah. Well, what do you think about um? What do you think about uh, Randy and Angelo? Cause, I mean, Lanny and Angelo, because I never seen uh, much Angelo, but I did see that Ric Flair at one point attacked Angelo on WCW. Yeah. Well, Angelo, a- Angelo, their dad is more of the old school style, you know what I mean, from back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and what what gets me about the Popo family, each one had their own different style and the way that they do things. You would never know that they – it was funny because you never know that they were all related because they were all different. You know what I mean? Angelo was different with and, his style. Um, yeah, Lanny Poffa was different his style, and and and, and there for a while, like a long time ago, <laughs> there for a while nobody knew that Lanny and Randy were brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So they started teaming together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and one of them was really smart. On say he was an yeah, genius. <laughs> 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 
Papa, the genius. The genius. He was also uh, he's equal, leaping at one point. He's equal to Professor Steve. Yeah, he was leaping also. <laughs> he was a leaping genius. A leaping he genius. He was a leaping genius. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> it, is, it is pretty neat uh, seeing some of uh, Leaping Lenny because uh, at that time there wasn't a lot of uh, acrobatics from wrestling. So seeing some of his leaping work was kind of cool. Like, Doing the more you, you know, the feud that Randy and Lanny had with the Rock and Roll Express in Memphis was awesome. They had some great matches in Memphis. The tag matches, oh, mm-hmm. incredible. Matter of fact... I think at one point, yeah. Uh, no, uh, um, I, I was just going to mention real quick. Uh, matter of fact, uh, before the whole Flair Funk Pile Driver incident... Um, Randy did a similar deal with Ricky Morton years ago in Memphis. We piled drive Ricky Morton through the table wow. during the taxi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, watching some retrospective on that, and that, that came up. That was pretty cool. Like, I, I didn't know about the uh, Randy on piled drivers and tables in Memphis. And I think it was on, yeah, like you said, Ricky Morton. So I'm going to have to go back mm-hmm. and, and find that because that sounds pretty cool. Oh, it's, it was great matches those teams had. Oh, man. Love them. Love watching their matches together. I I heard that um, Randy um, got Angelo onto the uh, WCW Hall of Fame, which I forget they had a Hall of Fame. But, um, right. What do, you think, what do you think yeah. WWE hasn't put uh, Angelo and Lanny in yet? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, it, yeah, that's a, another one of the many enigmas in the Hall of Fame situation. <laughs> but, no. Uh, just, you would think there'd be shoe-ins for a Hall of Fame material, you know what I mean? Because I, I yeah. heard that Randy was super uh, for getting his family in, inducted at once and heard somebody arguing about it, and I was like, I was just glad Randy went in. I, I wish it wasn't posthumously, right. but um, it was cool to see Landy do that speech. And then uh, I, I think Angela will get a legacy induction and Lanny at some point. But um, I hope so. Yeah, it's just interesting to me yeah. that they haven't gone in yet. Because I heard uh, Von Erichs went in as a family, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. They need to be. Right. Now, yeah, I have a question. Since he said uh, okay. Ron Eric said that, are the new, uh, are the, the the kids of the Von Erics, are they wrestling now? I the think that were in MLW. Yeah, yeah. MLW. But okay, was that? But that's true. That they're they're sons of like Marshall Ross. Yeah, Kevin Von okay. Erick. Kevin Von Erich has his son. I met him at the CAC. Yeah, they're still they're still in MLW. Um, okay. I did see. I think I saw them in Impact a while back when they were doing a yeah. Texas show, and that was okay. pretty cool. Okay. Kevin do a, a claw again, and then um, I saw a War Games match in MLW, and Von Erichs are in that, and uh, Kevin even did a claw at ringside on some masked. Uh, uh, run-in guy. That was pretty cool, like, seeing Von Erichs, like, get another cool moment with uh, Kevin. 
Right. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure that they were legit. I didn't know that these kids were wrestling. Mm-hmm. I happened to come yeah. across it, and I was like, I heard it, and I went, what? And I <laughs> had to go. I had to leave the house. I was like, dang it. <laughs> I wanted to see that. Yeah, I hope, but, I hope they get some... I hope they get to work uh, other promotions at some point. I, I think MLW did. Oh, that'd be cool. I think MLW, MLW put them on the map. They will. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, they'll definitely be in a radar. Then, those guys. Yeah, I, that'd be nice. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I think sure we lost a couple of them. <laughs> I think we lost a couple of people, or at least Steve at the oh. moment. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, Steve's, Steve's still here. Yeah, okay. and obviously Malcolm's here. Yeah. So. Oh. Um. Sometimes my earphones have to change them. But. Oh, okay. Um. So who who do you think uh, if if Randy was here today doing this thing, who do you think uh, will you who would you like to see him face now? Some of the day stars. Mm. Mm. Let me see. Well, definitely Seth Rollins would be one. Oh yeah, that'd be oh, yeah. that'd be really good. And I'd love to see him one more time with Chris Jericho. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. That'd be good. So that would be pretty cool. I know when I'd like right. to see him against Jay Lethal, Black Machismo against Macho Madness. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, can you imagine Macho Man and Ring of Honor? Oh my goodness! Wow. But they, but they'd have to do the whole, oh yeah, back and forth like he did with uh, Flair when he was doing, uh, oh, when he was promo. imitating yes. Flick Flair. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. sure you could have him going. You could have them going at each other, each holding a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be, that would be great. That would be awesome. Well, oh, my God. I'd love Macho to see, Man. I'd love to see Macho Man versus uh, Kazuchika Okada from New Japan because Okada's got Okada, a really good yeah. elbow drop as well. Yeah. Right. The Rainmaker. Well, that would be nice. Um, uh, WE... Dream match, I would have to go Macho King and Sherry versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Kyrie Sane. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd because, be uh, really Kyrie good. Sane, I think Kyrie Sane's got one of the best elbow drops today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be tremendous. Him, him and Nakamura? Oh, what a match. Yeah. King of Strong Style versus Macho King. I think that'd be really I'd, good. I think yes. a good one would be would be Cesaro against Randy. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be amazing. amazing. Yeah. I'd, I'd oh, like to see awesome. him against Randy. I'd like to see him against yes, Randy Orton, the Viper. I think that'd be really good. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think Riddle would give him a good match. Yeah, I think yeah. I, and, Riddle will, and Riddle will and Riddle will take a beating too, man. That kid can take a beating and keep going. He sure can. He's, he's, he's tough. He's just been he's been taking some brutal beatings as of late. Still, still yeah. smiling. <laughs> like, 
this cat's he's, he's like drip. He could sell his butt off in there, man. I, I tell Riddle yeah, is really coming together, man. I'm really digging Riddle. I, I am too. Like, people I'm hate him, him, but people hate his, his, his setup and all that. But listen, man, it's funny. I love it. <laughs> he's like the Chinese watch. Randy... <laughs> Randy Savage versus Minoru Suzuki. Because yeah. Suzuki yeah. has got this very simple look, very good contrast between him and Randy, and plus, like, they're both alphas, so I think that would be really interesting. What about yeah, Savage against uh, my boy from Japan, uh, Tranquilo? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Katsuya Naito. Naito, really yeah. Cool, yeah. Yes, him and Naito. Oh my God! I was thinking, I was thinking about that earlier too. Yeah. Yeah, Papa Stro did uh, the great Muda ever face the Macho Man in a match because they were both in the NWO at the same time, and I think Savage was still in the WWF. Well, well, uh, Muda was in the WCW. Well, and if, I, if, I don't if remember they never, if they never, if they never faced each other, I'm really surprised because that's I a travesty. That's yeah. a travesty. Yep. Moon yeah, and Savage, exactly. oh my god. The green man, hmm. he'd be good. I know, uh, yeah, that recently, is weird. Um, nothing, nothing Mick Foley, up my search. right, recently Mick Foley was putting over um, Muda in the Steve Austin interview he did. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, did, can um, you imagine Muda and Savage? Oh my god. Oh, awesome. Wow. <laughs> That would be awesome. Did Mick leave the face for any damage? I'm not sure if Foley did. I would have seen that too, actually. Yeah, I think it was just different. I think it was just different, like, they just didn't cross over a lot. Oh, man. Can you imagine Foley and Savage? Oh, yeah. Cactus 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 Jack. Cactus Jack. Yeah. (laughs) Cactus Jack. Yeah. Bang, bang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think if, if Randy just came in a little bit sooner or Mick hadn't gone to ECW, I think that could have happened. Yeah. Uh, tremendous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know in the Memphis area, I mean, some of the matches that Savage had with uh, Superstar Bill Dundee was pretty legendary. <laughs> Mm. Alongside the Lawler back in the day. Did you hear about the? Uh, um, I think it was like a parking lot or some sort some sort of altercation they had with. I think uh, Macho might have had a gun at some point. Like I don't even know how. I don't know the details, but Bill oh, Dundee oh, talked about getting into he an altercation the, with the story where he slapped the gun out of his hands and said, "Don't do it again." <laughs> oh yeah, <Something> like that. <laughs> if I was Bill, if I was Bill, I, I'd probably pull a gun because. <laughs> like just the, the size difference. <laughs> oh man, that's wild. Oh gosh. Don't do, mm-hmm. to be the fly on the wall to check that out. <laughs> I wonder if um, I'm sure Macho Man was there when uh, Steve Regal came in. I wondered like if Bill Dundee and, and Macho Man ever interacted with him at one. I I think he had a match with him at one time, if I'm not mistaken. Him and Regal. Oh, if man. I'm not mistaken, I have to go back and, and find that. Oh God, yeah. Oh. 
Man. But yeah, um, they had at least the Nitro match, and they might have had other matches after, but um, they, right. had a, they had a Nitro match in 96, so it would have nice. been interesting if uh, Randy and Bill had buried the hatchet at that point. Right, right. I just can't get over him not even meeting up with Sabu. That's wild. God. Oh, yeah. That'd been amazing. You know, that's a big what if if, if Sabu had signed with XW. Um, and Muda. I think Sabu, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I think uh-huh. Sabu talked about it in an interview about why that fell through. I guess he had, like, a family emergency. And it, uh, and it amazes me why Paul Heyman never tried to pursue Savage. Because, I mean, he, God, you think Heyman would be all over that. Yeah, because he could, you know, it's kind of like CM Punk where he doesn't have to talk the whole time, but just right. pair, the pairing would be great. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. The possibilities of Macho Man, it just blows your mind, you know? <laughs> They're endless, right? They're endless. Yeah. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Well, is there um, any other wrestler that has... Is there any wrestler that's had a bigger sponsor deal than Macho Man? Because I can't think of one. <sighs> that's a good deal. question. That's a very good question. Good stuff. Uh, if you guys can think of any, please let me know. <laughs> I mean, they, they WWE tried to put Bam Bam with Slim Jim, and Slim Jim chose Randy. Mm. The original Steve was the ultimate warrior. I mean, Alt- okay. Warrior did have comic books, but... no. Mm-hmm. Back in back in the early days, he was doing Slim Jims when they were doing SummerSlam '88. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think Warrior wasn't a huge fan of Slim Jim, and I think Macho Man like just fit with their brand. Yeah, but you're right. You Warrior, I think, was pitch for that. Right. Did you hear the story? Well, I, I, t- I don't know if I told this to you already. Wait, wait a second, Michael. Let me finish. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. The, 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 the Ultimate Warrior story where um, he was in a cookie store and mm. he, grabbed, he bought a bag, <laughs> bag of cookies and he opened the bag and he, he sniffed the cookies and walked out and left the cookies. And Mick Foley saw <laughs> the cookies there and he was looking around and he just started eating the cookies. <laughs> that Ultimate Warrior left. <laughs> 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 yeah, Papa Strell, I, I talked to Jim Hellowig the time I met him, and he said yeah. him turning down this, you know, Slim Jim, you know, and passing mm-hmm. on to Randy Savage was one of the biggest mistakes of his career, is what he said. Oh, I'm sure. He lost the royalties. Yeah. That, that wasn't a very smart move. No. <laughs> That definitely helped but, uh, WCW because Eric talked about how oh, yeah. they were getting they were getting Randy for free with that deal, and they even made profit maybe with it. Yeah, Savage banked with that. Totally oh, banked absolutely. with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That there's still um, oh, uh, there's still Good sometimes stuff. I'll I'll get the uh, 
I'll get the Macho Man Slim Jims today. They still sell them at stores. I've got That's I've awesome. got one yeah. in my closet. <laughs> I got it at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, one for Adam. Too. He bought that. At, he bought that in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Can you imagine what that would be like? Oh God! Go ahead and eat that, brother. <laughs> Let me know when you get to the emergency room. I Let me know when you make it to the emergency room, room brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like one of my relatives with, like, the old Pepsis. Uh. <laughs> All right, now you just make it rough. <laughs> there goes my appetite. Right? Ancient, old-fashioned WWF ice cream bars. <laughs> that ain't well, ice cream in there, no, brother. No, it's not ice cream anymore, no. <laughs> it's not it's even some pudding. kind of fungus. It's not right. even fungus. <laughs> oh, I don't have it, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Might be foot fungus. <laughs> Yeah. At this point. Agony of the feet, that's the truth. Right? Agony of the feet. You can save the popsicle sticks and buy a record player. Yeah, that's all right. I'm good. I'm good, brother. Good. Yeah. Uh, I will will pass. Do you you guys have anything you'd like to plug? If so, go ahead. Floor is yours. (laughs) Hopefully it's not bad food. But go ahead. <laughs> right. Not any more bad food. Thank God. Uh, pro wrestling interviews Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we will be uh, interviewing a young man from Charlotte, North Carolina. His name is Curtis Black. Uh, he's an up-and-coming uh, independent wrestler that uh, is showcasing the stuff uh, all over North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. And um, he recently lost uh, the House of Pain uh, championship to Dirty Joe, which I had on last week. So we'll have to see what he has to say uh, this week about how all that transpired and how he got into this crazy business. But that's Pro Wrestling Interviews, 9 p.m. Sunday night, Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. Can't wait for that. If uh... Uh, listeners, to listen in. Be sure to catch Pro Wrestling Interviews Sunday night. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, who's next? Really enjoyed the... <laughs> the uh, pro Wrestling Interviews from last week, and also the, the episode where, where they had that written record where he talked about uh, Randy being influenced on him as well. Um, and... Uh, you can reach me at Silver Steven and uh, talk wrestling there. Um, thanks for having me on. Uh, look forward to retro next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, as soon as Malcolm wraps up his promo, which hopefully won't take too long, we're uh, I'm gonna make, make a special, <laughs> next, special special announcement for next week. So, uh, cool. so Malcolm, uh, take it away, too. my friend. I think that Dave is creating a uh, third sequel to this movie, Jim Carrey, and uh, I think it was, was it Daniel Stern was in? It was Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber 2, and that's oh, Dumb Lord. and Dumber and Dumbest. <laughs> oh, great. 
Is that your, that's your plug? <laughs> All no, right. I'm I'm going to be watching six episodes of The Untouchables with Robert Stack oh, on Sunday. Lord. Heroes and icons. <laughs> that's that's right. a, I can't that's help it. I like Robert Stack. Is that the plug? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you need to you need to okay. electrical outlet for that plug. <sighs> TMI, Malcolm. TMI. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Now, for the big announcement for next week's uh, WCW Retro next Thursday night, uh, will be a special night because it will be it will be NWO night because we'll be talking. Yeah. Of the faction known as the NWO next week. So bring your NWO stories and A game and all your cool NWO memories. Share with us next Thursday night. So it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, thank you guys. You guys wear your merch. <laughs> yeah, wear your merch. Yeah. Wear your merch. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what but, uh, side that, you're on. You're on. You're on black and white or red and white. Just let me know ahead of time. Yeah, we'll, yeah, Wolf Pound first. Yeah. Right. Oh, all right. How many people here can see Malcolm Mania? Ooh. <laughs> and who? And who on the other side wants to see Malcolm Madness? <laughs> oh wait, that's wait a minute. That's every day. Never mind, my bad. That's yeah. every day. Yeah, what you doing? Oh, NWO version of Malcolm. See the outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But, but man, thank you guys. You guys make the show. Man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Love you, bro. But this love has you. been really fun. This has been really fun. We love love, love you too. And. Uh, yeah, NWO next week, guys. Next Thursday night at nine, and hope you all awesome. have a wonderful rest of the week weekend. And we'll see you next Thursday night at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time when the NWO takes over WCW Retro. And with nice. that, you uh, think? Uh, we'll 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 end we'll end tonight with some Harlem Heat. <laughs> have a great uh, night. Y'all have a good Thank weekend, you. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.